You're listening to The Big Possible Show with your host, Noah Scott. It's time to break through the limits and achieve all you can imagine. All you can imagine. Welcome to this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing on with another incredible pioneer. Our guest today is Ian Western. Ian is a personal growth and development coach. He's working out of San Diego. Ian's been through a lot of traumatic difficulties in life. And through those ups and downs, he's sought out coaching. Through the, through the process of that transformation, he's decided to pay that forward and help men evolve into more powerful versions of themselves and relentlessly pursue personal growth, adventure, and abundance. Welcome to the show, Ian. How's it going, man? Well said, my man. Thank you for the awesome intro. It's going great. Happy to be here. Happy that we have the chance to connect today. Absolutely. So Ian and I, uh, we both actually use the same coach, which is which is fascinating. So it's really kind of a cool relationship that we've had because we've we kind of bounced a lot of our our ideas back and forth, and we're just really we're like sitting there chatting. And we're like, bro, I got to get you on the show. So. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited to hear a lot of your personal insights and everything else like that. But before we get started, do you want to just take a minute and, and fill the guests in a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So my name's Ian Western. I'm 30 years old. I'm, I'm originally from the East Coast. Um, I am a son to two parents who have been married for 35 years. I have three younger sisters. So that, that definitely played a role in my development, <laughs> a little bit of feminine energy in the household. And I am just completely obsessed with action sports. Um, I, I live in San Diego. Uh, I knew at a young age that I wanted surfing to be part of my life. And um, I realized as I was growing up, I, when, when I was going through the worst of my depression, that action sports, surfing, mountain biking, time in nature was, was really gave me a very powerful sense of relief. And so it's been a huge influence on, on who I am and, and how I live life. Um, the the journey that led me to coaching was was depression you know i was uh just ever since young age down lower energy hating on myself really loud and a critic um and even though i was going to therapy and taking medication and i would get some small wins i the, the pattern was consistent i would still revert down into these deep lows isolation and it wasn't until that I discovered coaching and alternative healing and discipline and accountability did I really start to see my mindset and my lifestyle um, progress and grow in a positive way and, and really kind of feel that energy, that positive energy that carries people to success and, and cast away the spirit of heaviness. And it's a never-ending journey. So, you know, Dennis was not my first coach, but I am grateful I found him and I'm grateful he connected us. Mm, well mm -hmm. said, beautiful. And, and thank you for sharing that vulnerability. It sounds, you know, there's been a, it's, it's been a wild adventure for you. And on that adventure, I'm sure there's been some times where you've had to take some big risks. And as this is the big possible show, we love hearing stories about people going against the odds, setting a big impossible dream and figuring out how to get the courage and make it happen. So if you want to go, let's go ahead and dive right in with a story, with one of your stories of a time that you faced the impossible sure. and went for it anyway. That's super relevant. And I'm, I'm very much in the weeds of that now, actually. So um, in 2017, 
after a, a breakup, after losing my jobs, after applying to like, I think like six jobs and getting to the final round of interviews of, of respected companies, Facebook, Insight Global, some other tech companies, I got rejected from everything. And so I was, my depression was like at an all time high. I was, I really identified as a failure and um, I'd been in therapy. I'd been taking medication, but I just, I felt miserable all the time. I was so tired. I was sleeping a ton. Um, I wasn't lit up about, you know, the action sports that I was, uh, wasn't being social, was smoking weed and, and numbing out, just trying to find some peace. But finally I made the decision to, to hire my first men's coach and, and attend a coaching seminar. And that seminar combined some of the most cutting edge motivational speakers about adopting the param- paradigm of a successful man who takes ownership of every aspect of his life. Um, and I could go on about that. But in addition to that, it was the first time I was exposed to transformational breath work, deep breathing exercises designed to flood your brain and your body with oxygen and help release trauma energy. So we're breathing like <sighs> for 45 minutes, an hour and a half. And we have a facilitator guiding us through these powerful visualizations. And I was crying my eyes out. I was facing demons that I had deep repre- deeply repressed. But on the other uh, other side of that, I felt entirely reborn. I felt so light. I felt full of positivity and joy, physiologically, mentally. And I was thinking to myself, where the hell has this been all my life? I've been in therapy for 10 years. Like, what is going on? And that kind of planted the seed of building this next generation coaching business for men that incorporated a holistic approach to healing. Um, baseline sleep, diet, and exercise, socialization, but also a focus on thriving, a focus on developing your professional skills, everything, right? Like I was like, you know, mental health really is an amalgamation of, of all aspects of life. And so I, last year, 2021, quit my full-time job to pursue um, my coaching business, building my coaching business. I call it Brothers Reborn, um, Brotherhood. This, the sense of being reborn, casting off that old identity. Um, I quit that job last June. And so it's been six, seven months, very much in the weeds, lots of learning, working with my clients, building a community. It's been absolutely amazing. And, and I can go on and tell you more about that about that in the show, but that's kind of the, the baseline I wanted to fill you in, Noah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, interestingly enough, like that starting a business is, is typically one of the things that I hear a lot in terms of facing the unknown and people setting up that big goal, because it, it, it really is the ultimate form of leverage. You're, you're able to now create an enterprise that's able to serve a greater mission than yourself. What, what was going through your head as you're, as you're building this mission? I mean, I'm talking things like, you know, how do you know it's going to be successful? How do you know you're going to make ends meet? All of these kind of thoughts, like walk us through that, that process of you standing at the precipice of launching this, this new career. Sure. Um, so actually I, I was working with, with our coach, um, Dennis and, and I, I came to him because I was in a job that was paying me well, but was really not lighting me up. I didn't like the work. Um, COVID was hitting and I, I was really isolated. Um, I actually ended up going into my office the whole time throughout COVID. And it, it was this old office with like 80 styled cubicles, no natural light. I was around mm. these like 60 year old engineers all day. Like it really wasn't 
for me and it, it was weighing on me. And I'd had this, this vision of starting this holistic coaching company and actually creating events um, designed to take someone who's feeling acutely depressed, put them through a full week of programming to help them heal, help them ignite their masculine power, you know, specifically men, and, and help them create a, a positive vision of the future to work towards. But that went beyond a hotel seminar room. I wanted to get them out in nature, get them in ice baths, mm-hmm. get them doing martial arts, get them doing breath work, get them doing, you know, guided meditations and journaling exercises and be around guys in, in a context, you know, other than a seminar room. So that's how this started. And, and I knew that that was on my heart. You know, I, I, could, I didn't have the data to prove like, Hey, this is going to work. You know, I have the perfect business model, but I, I had the belief that, if I work at this nonstop and make it, you know, make this happen and and make the decision to commit to it, that I will find a way to make this work no matter what it will work. And it has not been perfect. I've had to pivot. I've had to adjust. Um, I've made, you know, potentially bad investments as far as like the marketing goes and my strategy has been out of line. It's a never ending game of iteration, but when I'm working with the clients now and I'm seeing breakthroughs of personal re- realizations, like, Oh my gosh, I, I haven't been fully present in any of my conversations. I, I don't have intelligent conversations. When people come to me telling, you know, telling me these things, I'm like, yes, this is the type of work that, that I can um, give forward and, and want to give forward. How will it evolve financially? I'm still working that out. I'm seven months in, in a holistic life coaching business. Like it is messy, man, but I'm going to keep going. And, um, and the results that I'm seeing in my guys, whether that be, you know, literally a sense of deeper inner peace, more confidence, more dates, more job interviews in such a short amount of time. I'm, I'm encouraged by it. So oh, that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to already start to get that feedback and, and, uh, and know you're on the right track. So let's, let's actually talk about some of the things that you, you help your clients achieve, you know, some of the, the practical advice that you can share, you know, spe- specifically with, you know, our, our listeners are all fellow pioneers. They're all builders of builders of dreams. What are some tips and advice that you can give to help them maintain their happiness along the journey? Um, or just basically live with more courage? Sure. I, I, the first step um, I, I start with with everyone is self-awareness. Um, it wasn't until I got into the, the world of coaching did I was I exposed to these you know deep, profound journal prompts that really force you to get clear on who you are in every sense of the word. So uh, one of the first questions on, on general prompts I give guys that are even interested in speaking with me is who are you now and who do you want to be? And I am encouraged, like, this is not just a basic answer. We are, we are practicing self-awareness. This isn't just your job title. Dig deeper. You are your energy. You are the influence you have on your world. What values do you have? What values do you currently embody? You know, what are your behaviors currently? Is that what you want? Is that who you want to be? If not, who do you want to be? Get clear on that. So that, that self-awareness of who you are and who you want to be at you know, a fundamental level, I start there. And then it's very simple. We, we reverse engineer, like you said, their dreams. Another exercise that was super practical was like, they, and they don't give you this stuff in school, right? It's what does your perfect day look like from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed? And, and get as detailed and as descriptive as possible as you can with this. 
What does that look like a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? Who are you with? What activities are you doing? And then you can iterate on that. What's the perfect work day? You know, where you're, you're on your prize fighter productivity, just super dialed in and focused. What's your perfect vacation day, relaxing day? Okay, this, this is what you want. Is this what you want? Let's reverse engineer that. What, do we, what steps do we need to take to get there? And a lot of times it's, it's just a combination of being consistent with managing your health, your wealth, and your relationships. And, and that's what I help guys get clarity on. That's what I help guys define actions to take. And then I, I hold them accountable to taking those actions and, and building consistency. And uh, a big thing I'm learning is that confidence comes from keeping promises to yourself. Mm. And, and so that's what I help guys do. Like mm. I, I stay, I, you know, I crack the whip. I stay on their ass. Like, Hey dude, we've agreed. This is what you wanted. We've agreed. This is what you need to do to get what you wanted. Let's do the thing. If you're not doing the thing. Okay. Let's work on that. What are we going to do to make sure you do the thing that you know you you need to do? And that's kind of the process. Oh, I love I love that. That that's a great f- phrase as well. It's you know confidence is repeat it one more time. Confidence confidence is, comes from keeping promises to yourself. I love that. That is yeah, so powerful. So, so if you say so, you know if you say I'm I'm going to do this and and you you don't follow through, you don't give it your best effort. There's a part of you that you know holds on to guilt or, or shame or you know you're not acting in full integrity. You're breaking trust with yourself on some level. So mm-hmm. you've got to build that back up by mm-hmm. doing the small things. And the more you do it, the more that confidence grows. Love it. So let's, I'd like to, one of the things that you mentioned was, was relationships in, in this, like helping, helping guys build better relationships along the journey. And mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that now, especially community and relationships are one of the most important things in order to, live a, f- a fulfilled life because after COVID we've, we've had to adapt. We've had to change a lot of the ways that we interact with people. So what are some ways that you found particularly helpful for even this could be just in your own life in terms of building better relationships and staying connected with your tribe? Sure. Um, so again, it, it comes back to self-awareness. I, I, I guide my clients through what I call the, the brutally honest lifestyle audit where they look at every aspect of who they are in their life. And that includes relationships. And so with relationships, make a list, make, make lists. Who are the people that you are closest to in your life? A lot of people, a lot of times it's family. So you list out all the members of your family and you, you take a look at those relationships. You know, what, what are they giving you? What are they draining from you? What do you want that relationship? What role do you want that relationship to play in your life? Do you want to deepen it? Do you want to strengthen it? Do you need to communicate with the, those people more? And if you are looking to deepen those relationships, I think the best tactic to deploy here is vulnerability. Um, I'll, I'll never forget. And again, I, I've learned so much on this journey. I, the goal is to pay it forward. I, I went to a men's support group one time and uh, a man was, was telling me that he had a very stoic and closed off father. And that he, he wanted to be closer with his father. So he, you know, even though his father's like, you know, guy's guy, right? Blue collar, tough, you know, masculine in every sense of the word. This man in the support group took the brave act of, of approaching his father and saying, father, or, you know, dad, I want more intimacy with you. I want to have a closer relationship with you where we can be more open, where we're, where we're enjoying each other's company that much more. Because the reality is, is that it's fleeting. You know, our time together is precious and limited. So that vulnerability helps strengthen that. So that's, that's inner circle family. 
but it applies to guy friends too. If you take, if you take the lead and say, you know, like, you know, you don't always have to be fine every time. Yeah. You don't want to complain, but you know, with the guys that you want to build trust with that you see are on the right, the growth path, you can say, man, I'm, I'm dealing with this. It's, it's weighing on me, brother. You ever, you ever deal with something like that? And that type of sharing just facilitates a deeper connection. And then I'm, I'm learning, you know, the world is awakening that men are awakening that women like men that are able to express their emotions that have emotional intelligence in a healthy way, in a non needy way, but can be honest because that honesty and authenticity, women can smell inauthenticity a mile away. They're so intuitive. Um, So I I hope that answers your question, my man. Oh, and, and more. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and so the vulnerability is so powerful and, and it looks like you've, you've really, exercise that uh, uh, quite a bit and I can tell you're just bringing it in the interview here. So thanks for that. Um, as, as we're working towards wrapping up here, I, I'd love to pivot towards my very favorite part of the, of, of the segment uh, of the show where I talk about decision-making because in all aspects, as we're reaching towards big things in life, everything's built on actions. Actions mm-hmm. are ultimately the result of decisions. And so if we don't have guardrails in place to make great decisions, we don't really know where we're going. And with that, I, I like to ask everybody on the show how they go about making big decisions in life. And these could also be the day-to-day decisions. And so if you want to take it however way you want to do it, however, however you want to spin that, whether you want to do the big life decisions or uh, everyday decisions, what would you say is your favorite decision-making framework, mental model, or just general philosophy? <sighs> Solid question there, brother. Um, I think the key is uh, there's no one simple answer, but I think you want to make it make decisions when you're not on autopilot. I think when you can take the time to breathe deep, get present, you know, feel into your body, feel into your intuition. Um, ideally if, if it's a big decision, I think if you remove yourself from your everyday environment, so you literally have a different perspective that helps. But for the day-to-day decisions, you know, if you're on autopilot, if you're engaging, you know, I snack without thinking about it sometimes, right? Like that's autopilot that my decision, you know, there is a decision that's being made there to, to a have that stuff in my house B, you know, I guess consciously go there, open the cabinet get the chips and, and snack. But a lot of it is that kind of like biological autopilot, right? So if you can, deploy practices, whether that be meditation, whether that be just breathing deep, um, to turn off that autopilot, get as present as possible, get conscious and consciously, you know, assess and analyze the the data involved in your decision making. I think that's a good place to start. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's work towards wrapping up with a, with a final question here. Um, and this, it, it sounds like it's a big question, but it doesn't have to be. So if you want to summarize your most impactful life lesson to 30 seconds or so, and this could also be the uh, advice that you've heard along your journey or, or reflection of things that you've experienced. I think, I think I have two, two things. Um, which tie in nicely. So two, two, two phrases. My, one of my first coaches 
hit me with the phrase, you will always be, it was, an, it was at the end of a, a really inspiring speech, but the, it stuck with me because it's rhythmic. He said, you will always be conflicted until you get convicted. And it refers to believing in yourself and, and having a, a foundation of faith that keeps you going on a day-to-day basis. But most importantly, believing in yourself. Believing in yourself is so powerful. And it's something that I didn't do for years. I identified as a failure. I, I expected to make, you know, to mess up something, to hurt, you know, make the wrong decisions. Um, I didn't have the conviction that I would do what it takes to make a positive influence on the world, to, to help step up for those that I love and, and to get what I wanted, right? I, to keep the promises to myself, going back to confidence, right? I didn't have the conviction that I had the discipline, the fortitude, the clarity to keep promises myself. So I, I think maintain that conviction in yourself and in a brighter future. I think that's huge. But in order to do that, that the second thing is you have to practice extreme ownership, that the Jocko Willink um, principle of taking responsibility for every single thing in your life. And that includes, you know, this was a huge insight for me. That includes mental health. My therapist was doing you know the best job that he could. Society says, hey, take take these medications. I, I realized like it is on you to manage every aspect of, of your life, your health, your mental health. And, and that goes beyond just you know a, a talk therapy session or or a a pharmaceutical drug. It goes beyond how you sleep, how you eat, how you exercise, how you socialize, how you manage your finances. So taking that extreme ownership, that that responsibility while maintaining the belief in yourself and the belief in a brighter future. That's what I want to give. That's what I'd love to, to end with. Unstoppable. Ian, this has mm-hmm. been freaking incredible. Thank you so much for dropping your conviction here on the show and just all the stories and vulnerability. Really appreciate the time here. How do our listeners stay in touch with you? How do we support you along the journey? Sure. So anybody interested in, in Brothers Reborn, New Wave Holistic Life Coaching Community can go to brothersreborn.org. Uh, I offer three free 30-minute consultations. And, you know, I specialize in helping guys in their 20s build confidence and, and the behaviors for lasting success in business and dating. Um, otherwise, you can find me on Instagram, Ian Western, Brothers Reborn. And just make sure you follow Noah's journey because I know that he's putting on some rad events coming up that I hope to one day attend. Absolutely. Ian, awesome. Thank you so much for being here, brother. Thank you, Noah. That's it for this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing out to let you know I appreciate you for being here. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode and want to share some feedback, visit Apple and drop a review. That review will help other people find the show, and it also gives me a signal that, hey, people are out there listening. With that, may the rest of your day be filled with epic adventures, and I'll see you right here for the next episode.